0: Wisp preps we are back on the air welcome to episode two we are going to dive into the actual answer to our last nickname game we're going to give you some d5 d4 action we are going to talk about that new nickname game and honestly we're going to give some shout outs to some great performances that we saw because this is the greatest time of the year let's go Welcome, everyone. We are so glad that you found us one more time on WISP Preps and our podcast that we are generating. Remember, this is Clay. And Brock. And we're the guys that really like Wisconsin high school sports, trying to do things a little bit differently, meaning we'd like to cover some things that don't necessarily get covered. And we really like uniforms. We like venues. We like people. We like seeing stuff that is cool with high school sports. So, we always start that program off with the coolest thing that we saw in the last week. So, Brock, what's the coolest thing you saw as far as Wisconsin high school sports?
1: Well, uh, a couple things that mainly took up my time with Wisconsin high school sports this week were girls basketball playoffs. Yesterday, specifically, coolest thing that I saw were a couple buzzer beaters in regional finals shots that also were one buzzer beater for sure one that was I'm not sure if it was right at the buzzer but uh, a game winner so Beloit Turner hit a hit a shot to upset top seeded Clinton yesterday I saw a couple of these videos on Twitter that was really cool and then Divine Savior Holy Angels beat Watertown yesterday in double overtime with a shot to win by one so I love seeing videos of games that happen and seeing gyms and to see those two buzzer beaters in a regional final for a plaque i know there were a lot of playoff games a few overtime games throughout the week so really cool to see those two buzzer beaters and congrats to dsha and turner for moving on to sectional along with the other teams
0: and of course that's hashtag for the girls we really try to support the girls Sports that go on in Wisconsin high school athletics. So, awesome thing that you saw. The best thing that I saw was Coach Bester, B E S T O R, and he is from Kettle Moraine. They did a pretty cool thing. They have a manager by the name of Logan, and they actually did a ceremony where they called up Logan to dress for senior night. And of course, Logan was absolutely astounded and he quote said is this a thing and of course it was and so big shout out to kettle moraine nation they took over our snapchat the other day uh last during football and uh they just really continue to do some great things there so coach bester we really want to say thanks for showing that and obviously those are the great things about wisconsin high school sports so let's finish up the nickname game from last week if you recall, WISP Preps, we like to go ahead and state a high school, and then our WISP Preppers, we need to go ahead and figure out what the nickname is. So, Brock, last week we talked about what high school? Washburn,
1: uh, and their nickname was the Castle Guards, which I saw a couple people commenting on Twitter about. That's great. We appreciate the interaction, and uh, they were the they are the Castle Guards.
0: Yeah, and so in case you don't know this, and um, a lot of people don't, they are located next to Lake Superior. They border that. And one thing that we just absolutely love is uh, seeing as many different Wisconsin high schools, the actual high schools or the gyms or the fields or the tracks or baseball diamonds or softball diamonds, whatever. So we're looking forward to hopefully someday getting up to Washburn and actually seeing that exact high school. So we'll end the with preps podcast with the next nickname game, but let's get back to uh, something that you saw as far as related to girls tournament action, which the first round concluded this past weekend, what you got? Yeah, there were, it was really fun to follow along. There were some good games
1: Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. It's always a battle when you get into playoffs. There's a triple overtime game in Division Five on Tuesday night between Plum City, Elmwood, and Independence. Hey, just give us a real quick. Where is Plum City? Where is uh,
0: the other team? They are. Where's both that located?
1: Generally southwest. Okay. Um, lacrosse area ish. Um.
0: All right. So give us a uh, give us some other things that you saw. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there were there were a lot of overtime games in division five I see at least one, two, three, four five at least in division in uh, sectionals three and four. So a lot of all the undefeated teams made it through. There are six undefeated teams Platteville advanced in division three to a sectional game on Thursday. Uh, in division four we had who did we have We have Aquinas or no they're not a, they're not undefeated sorry. Um, They lost to an out-of-state team, I believe. They uh, Racine Lutheran, who we mentioned last week, Carolyn Strand, Minnesota recruit, they are undefeated. They uh, were pushed by Milwaukee Academy of Science, but they did win. Strand had 37 yesterday, a casual 37 for her.
0: (laughs) A casual, you
1: bet. Um, And then in D5, the thing that I think is really interesting, D5, is that we have three undefeated teams in Division 5, and they are all in different sectionals. So Clear Lake in Division 1 yeah. is moving on to face uh, Loyal, who I did pick to upset Prairie Farm. I mentioned that last week. They did beat Prairie Farm by 15, actually. So Loyal, who won state in 2017, gets undefeated Clear Lake on Thursday in Colfax. Yeah. Oneida Nation is 25-0 and after an undefe- or a, a one-point overtime win against Wasaki last night. They are, Yes, last night they will play another conference opponent, Niagara in Elko. And then Blackhawk, who has not lost a game, and I saw I saw a uh, tweet today. I wish I could remember exactly what it said. This senior class for Blackhawk, who is a number of Division one recruits, has won something like 70, 75 games. They've won 52 in a row. They move on to face Fall River in Evansville on Thursday night. So, the one thing that I uh, – no undefeated teams in Division I and none in Division II. We did see an undefeated – or a number one seed go down in Division II. New Richmond, the four seed, beat River Falls. Uh, Hortonville, who is one of the best teams in Division II. Macy McGlone is headed to Milwaukee on a basketball scholarship. They beat to 155 last night, which – Uh, is is truthfully kind of not that high of a score but they might be the favorite honestly to beat beaver dam in division two so a lot of good games aquinas is moving on Uh, aquinas and racine lutheran division four and five are really fascinating to me aquinas racine lutheran both um the two best teams in the state in division four you could have melrose mandoro also at state in those three and then my one of my upset picks did not go as planned. Krivitz, uh, who only lost to Bondwell by one point in the regular season, and Bondwell beat them by 19 last night. So wow. another top seed in Division 4 with Pacelli beating Auburndale by 2. Pacelli, I saw that it was their first regional championship since 2005, so congrats to the Cardinals from Pacelli. So really excited. A lot of, you know, this is... This is big time basketball now coming up. You got two more games to go to the Rush Center and excited to see how it plays out Thursday and Saturday. We, Wisp Preps, will be attending at least one sectional final on Saturday. Hoping to try and get two, but TBD on the location, but uh, really excited to see how it all shakes out this week and who heads to Green
0: Bay. Awesome, and don't forget, we really love uh, covering Wisconsin high school sports, but uh, obviously girls sports, so hashtag for the girls. And hashtag uh, WISGB. Hashtag WISGB, awesome. Well, I want to uh, bring a little light on the uh, individual state wrestling tournament that came to a conclusion at the Kohl Center. This is always an incredible event, and we have to give a shout-out to Keegan O'Toole from Arrowhead. He becomes the 18th four-time individual state wrestling champion, and that is just uh, truly an incredible feat. So congratulations, Keegan. We also want to give out um, a couple of just a real quick shout-outs and some recognition. Arrowhead had the distinction of winning the most titles this year. This year they had three but then we had some schools that had two, and that would be Kadat, Cacona, always a powerhouse in wrestling, Luxembourg-Casco, another powerhouse, Prairie du Chine, St. Croix Falls, Stoughton, and Stratford obviously has an incredible sports program. So uh, the team state comes uh, up next this coming week, and uh, not a lot of coverage on that. We're going to try to give a little bit as we get going here, but obviously – Uh, Congratulations to those wrestling champions and really anyone that makes it to state. uh, Wrestling and and track and tennis, they're all team sports, but it's really just you. And uh, that brings a unique challenge uh, to any sports enthusiast slash any sports competitor. All right, let's quickly jump on the boys' basketball. Just give us a couple of things you're looking for as tournament play uh, begins. Yeah, excited to get this going again. Um, after the girls
1: last week, girls are on Thursday and Saturday this week, and boys have regional quarters on Tuesday, regional semis on Friday, regional finals on Saturday. Mainly, it's D two through D five on Tuesday as Division one. There are only I think five or six total games in Division one because they seed one through sixteen, so you have a lot of sixteen and seventeen and 15 and 18 playing. Just really excited to see, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week. There are some very quality teams in the state. I'm very interested to see probably on Alaska and Lacrosse Central Lacrosse. get through the regionals, which I'm sure they will as the two best teams in D2. And being in the same, not even just the same sectional, the same half sectional, having to play each other. And I'm fairly certain that... Lacrosse Logan will not be able to hold the amount of people for a sectional game that on Alaska lacrosse Central bring. I would not be surprised to see that move to Mitchell Hall at UW Lacrosse. So Division Five has a lot of games because they are all one through sixteen, but there are sixteen teams in each um, each each sectional, each half sectional. I'm sorry. So there are going to be a ton of games going on in Division Five. Looking for the usual contenders. I don't think, um, well, people should know about Jacob Agnosevich from Sheboygan Lutheran, who's averaging almost 40 a game. He just hit 2,000 career points going to Valpo. This is one of the most I've been covering following Wisconsin high school basketball for over a decade. And this is by far the most dominant player I've ever seen. He rivals uh, Sam Decker a little bit, just, he cleans up everything on the gat on the glass. He can push the ball. And Sheboygan Lutheran is averaging ninety-two points a game, which at a division five level is anywhere is incredible. But they they do play up in conference too. So I look for them to make another run to the Cole Center. A couple undefeated teams fell. Um, Iola lost to Shyochton on Thursday night, which now that was their first loss. They went twenty-one and one, but since Shiocton's only loss. They beat each other in conference in the CWC East. That was Shiocton's only loss, and Iola's only, only loss. So they actually had to share the conference title when they went 21 and 1, which is tough <laughs> for the T Birds, but they might see Shiocton in a sectional game. Potential matchups that I'm looking forward to this week specifically Kakana West appear. Friday night would be a really, really good game. Um, another one, Shiocton and Lords, two historically really good teams. Hudson, Eau Claire North. And like we said, the group of the, the sectional of death in sectional two in Division I, Brookfield East going up against Milwaukee King would be a good game. So Racine Say Cats is still undefeated. We have Stratford who's still undefeated. Iola fell. And then we have, I'm trying to think of who else we have. Those might be the only two. Correct us if we're wrong. I'm going to double check really quick. But I think there are, uh, Racine's, hey, Catherine's. Yep. And then we have Cuba City, Stratford, and it should be just those three. So
0: Cuba City, Stratford, right. and D4. What? Nope. I just wanted to say, uh, love that information. That kind of gives us some. Uh, real quick schools to follow. Do you have somebody on the Western side of the state other than that on Alaska lacrosse central, which seems like an inevitable showdown. Uh, Is there anybody over on the Western side of the state that is catching your attention?
1: Yeah. Um, So I want to quick mention that Milwaukee King is also in division one. So there are four left Milwaukee King, Stratford, Cuba city, and our scene cats. So on the West slash Southwest side of the state, I really want to uh, Wazika Steuben who has been kind of knocking on the doorstep under Gary Hines, who just won his 400th game this season. They have a stud in Carter Lomas, who is going to Winona state. They have been, like I said, knocking on the doorstep for the last couple of years. They do have to face banger potentially in a sectional final, but they're a team as a one seed that I think this could be the year that they get to a sectional final. And then, See what happens. The last time they made it to state was in 2011. And I'd like to quickly, on the south side of the state, Monticello, who I saw a tweet. I believe this is correct. They won 14 games from 2014 to 18. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they won 14 in that four-year span. This year, they're 21-1. and They got a one seed. Um, Senior heavy team, Peter Gustafson's leading the way with about 20 a game. But they could potentially see Randolph historic power in a sectional semi and then Sheboygan Lutheran in a sectional final. So that is a one team. thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One thing that uh, really is cool about high school sports is these types of stories like Monticello, the entire, you know, this is going to happen. The entire town is going to go find this game, the whatever games they're playing and everybody's going there. And that's just one of the great things about high school sports.
1: Yeah, so next week, tune in to see which uh, which which sectional game. So quickly, I want to go back to the girls' side and highlight a game that I think everyone should check out if they're in this area. Wrightstown and Freedom Thursday night, two teams in the Northeastern that go back and forth all the time. They beat each other. They split this year. The winner most likely moves on to the state tournament with the one and two seeds both losing in the bottom half now this is girls. We're talking about freedom rights town. If you're in the area, it's at Kimberly Thursday night. going to be a lot of people there. I would go check that out. There are green Bay recruits. There are university of Missouri, Kansas city recruits. There are an enormous wealth of talent in those two teams. So if you're in the area, Fox Valley, I would go check that game out
0: at Kimberly Thursday night. And a little bonus. Uh, we've actually been to the Kimberly high school, tremendous facility banners hanging all over the place a real gem to be able to go and see so let's kind of talk about just a couple of things first of all do you have a venue that you know is going to be hosting either a regional game or a sectional final Uh, something that maybe yeah we'd like to get to that gym because you know what that's pretty awesome for boys doesn't matter let's uh, come up with one Venue that you think would be a great place to go see a game this coming weekend?
1: Yeah. So, one thing, it's a good one. I'm going to go on the girls' side because now I know some of the matchups that could be potentially played. I think Bayport, well, no, because that game. So, something for our viewers, if you don't know, A team in basketball, unlike in baseball, if you play in a sectional final and you're scheduled to host a sectional final or a sectional semi, you cannot host. So right now, Bayport and Kimberly, two teams that made it to state last year in different sectionals, could potentially play at a sectional final in Kimberly. But I don't think that's if Kimberly wins then they obviously can't play there. Um, I'm going to go to sectional or division four, sectional four. Hartford Union, they have a really cool gym. I believe they just redid their floor with some different colors. I believe they have a black, um, like, inside the three-point line. Yeah. So Racine Lutheran, we've mentioned multiple times, could play there. That sectional final is this Saturday at 4 o'clock. Hartford Union, the winner of Howard's Grove and Mishicot, who are longtime conference rivals, two really, really good teams. They split this year. The winner of that game will face either Racine Lutheran or Brookfield Academy at Hartford Saturday afternoon at four. So I would go check that one out if you're
0: in that area. Perfect. And we try to keep this under 20 minutes because that's a lot of the different uh, drives that people have and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to kind of finish things up here. And certainly it's been an awesome opportunity to talk about Wisconsin high school sports. Do you have Another high school in which we need to find the nickname. And of course, with preppers without Googling. So, Brock, give us that high school which you think people aren't going to know the nickname.
1: All right. We are going to go to the southern side, uh, southern part of the state with a school called, let me get right to it had it written down, we are going to go to Delavan Darien, which I believe is how you say Darien, Delavan Darien, they're blue okay. and gold, they're blue and gold, they're in the Southern Lakes Conference, and
0: let us know what the mascot is, awesome, well, we certainly are going to try to get to some games uh, when it comes to uh, coverage, but again, we're just looking at Uh, great matchups, good communities that are looking to uh, support their teams. And we really encourage all of you, let us know some cool things that are happening as far as venues, great uniform you see, anything that deals with Wisconsin high school sports. So anything, the last words as far as uh, Wisconsin sports, Brock? Uh, Other than, nothing
1: other than their games. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's the most Exciting time of the year. I think there's games. The weather's getting nicer. Gyms are going to be packed full of communities. Go out and support any game, any community if you can. Uh, kids, ha- as one who's played in multiple sectional finals and and playoff games, it's one of the coolest feelings, seeing a full gym and um, getting, to, getting to play another game because everything is not granted. So get out and check out some games. If you're at a game, send us a pic. Of the facility, the teams, include the hashtags, and we hopefully will see you at a game this weekend.
0: And that's all, WISP Preppers. We'll see you next time. There you have it, WISP Preps. Episode 2 is in the books. Man, there's a lot of great stuff there. We certainly appreciate Brock and all his expertise and we appreciate you. Give us a shout out on any one of the social media platforms. And don't forget, we're going to start getting that Snapchat takeover. All that set up soon for our spring sports. Thanks again for listening to WIS Preps.